Hey guys, I'm Jared, and today we're talking about what's new in board gaming as of May 13th, 2022. I'll be covering the latest news, announcements, most played games, hot new Kickstarters and crowdfunded games, and more related to board gaming for the past three weeks. At the end, I'll also be sharing what's going on behind the scenes with my YouTube channel, Meeple Mentor. So stick around, we've got a lot to cover. Leave me a like and comment on what kinds of updates that you wanna hear more about to make sure that you don't miss my news updates, new video tutorials, and our podcast episodes, be sure to subscribe on YouTube and your preferred streaming platform. First, let's look at games being crowdfunded. Over on GameFound, take a look at Moog. It's a one to four player semi-cooperative programming game where tribes of cavemen are joining forces to defeat big beasts. It has a playtime of 30 minutes and is for ages 14 and up. This game uses dice, action cubes, and more, and just finished funding on GameFound yesterday. Oranian Burger Canal is a one to two player game that uses mechanics from beloved games such as Aura and Labora and Lahav. It features an expandable deck of building cards and a resource wheel, providing more than 45 minutes of playtime and is for ages 12 and up. This dual language game is on GameFound until tomorrow. On GameFound until May 25th is Desperation, a unique card-driven game for gothic storytelling experiences steeped in actual history. The game plays one to five players, enjoy a 90-minute playtime with two games of survival horror. It's for ages 14 and up. Uprising Titans of the First Age is a 4X co-op fantasy for one to four players. As the world is ending, choose from 20 unique heroes to lead a solo or co-op uprising against two AI-controlled enemies. With the use of cardboard miniatures and action cards featuring art from Magic the Gathering, it just finished funding on the 10th. 25th Century Games is launching a reprint of Reiner Knizia's popular auction set collection tile game, Ra, featuring new art by Ian O'Toole. It's a deluxe printing and offers a discount to backers before it comes to retail. It plays two to five players in about 45 minutes. On GameFound is a video game styled cooperative game called Minotaur for one to four players. Work together to plunder and escape from the labyrinth, overcome or avoid traps and monsters in this dungeon crawling game with artwork looking like old school PC games. For a solo-only game, check out Resist, about the Spanish Maquis fighting the Franco regime. Complete increasingly challenging missions to gain enough points to win. Finally on GameVound, Damask, a one to four player game where players compete to be the best silk weaver is available for backing until May 25th. By matching Damasks to gain coins, impress the fashion tastes of the Weaver's Guild. An ingenious spinning wheel determines which silk you can gather, as well as the actions of other players. It's a family-friendly game that can be enjoyed for 60 minutes. Getting into the Kickstarter crowdfunding projects, explore the waterways, map the land, and chart the stars in Wayfarers of the South Tigris, a 1-4 player strategy game set in medieval Baghdad. The unique mix of worker placement, dice placement, and tableau building creates a fun, challenging, and highly replayable gameplay. It just funded this week. Extravaganza the board game is a strategical drag lip sync competition board game. With cardboard miniatures, this is the game of drag queen lip sync battles. Wow the judges in this game for two to four players and provides an hour to two hours of entertainment and is for ages 15 and up. It's funding on Kickstarter until May 17th. 
If wrestling is more your style, check out the wrestling card game on Kickstarter called All Time Wrestling. Included in the game are the greatest wrestlers of all time, duking it out in competitive, solo, and campaign modes. It can be played up to four people and is a fast-paced card and dice game. You've got about three weeks to join the campaign. A cute fighting game called Wombat Combat is also funding now and is a strategic card game for two to six players. Move your wombat armies, form squads to kidnap and steal from opponents, and enjoy the artwork. It's nicely done. May 15th is the end date for funding of Flip Town on Kickstarter. Flip Town is a flip and write game for one to four players. Earn the most stars exploring a Wild West town using a standard poker deck to drive an open world style gameplay. It's for ages 14 and up and plays for 30 to 45 minutes. For an airplane-themed flip and write, check out Airflip about boarding airplanes. Plays in 30 minutes, and it's a first-time game from the designer and includes a solo mode. It supports any number of players. This month, you can join the campaign for Cards of the Dead, a zombie apocalypse cooperative survival card game for one to three players. It's based on the video game and features artwork similar to an 8-bit video game. It plays in about 45 minutes. An expansion to Betwixt and Between is funding on Kickstarter called Forces of Nature. It's a strategic adventure board game for 1-4 to four players and mixes eerie European folklore with magic and euro mechanisms. Move your character and place cards, make spells, and more. Very popular right now is the game Through Ice and Snow, about exploring, discovering, and surviving the islands of Nunavut. Themed around the Inuit culture and myths, it's a worker placement game with dynamite, shotguns, and huskies. The Flood is a new indie game funding now about the biblical flood and getting the ark built and ready for the imminent flood. It has dice rolling, resource management, hero movement, building, trading, developing, and more. Plays two to six players in about two hours. Pirate's Dragon's Treasure is a new pirate game about fighting dragons. There's multiple dragons to take on with different challenges to them, curses to unleash on your rivals, bounties to collect, ship upgrades, and more. It plays two to six people and is primarily a card game. Kerasis Quest for the Elements is a new strategic game funding which has a mix of exploration, territory control, and resource management. Players control their own tribe and must overcome opponents to become the master of the four elements of nature. It's for one to four players and plays in two hours or less. Waste Nights is getting an expansion called Beyond the Horizon. It's a huge expansion for the post-apocalyptic board game of adventure and survival set in dystopian Australia. It's for one to four players and adds all kinds of new content to the game. Dreamers is a two-player card game of deception and betrayal while stuck in the world of dreams. Face your doppelganger, but you never know how long you can really trust them. The master of nightmares will do everything to stop you from leaving the dream world. For another two-player game, check out Let's Roll Jiu-Jitsu Combat Training Deck. It was designed during the pandemic by Jiu-Jitsu Masters to help those learning real combat to learn and have fun exploring the fighting style on the tabletop. You can check it out on Kickstarter. Dungeon Makers is another new two-player game on Kickstarter, but can also be soloed. It's a strategic tile-laying dungeon-building game where you build a diverse and dangerous dungeon, scoring points based on creatures, puzzles, traps, and more. Take a look. 
G.I. Joe has a big miniatures board game funding now for two to five players. It's a cooperative game where you take the role of the G.I. Joe team to stop Cobra Commander's nefarious schemes. It's from Renegade Game Studios and looks like it will be very successful. For another cooperative game, check out the reprint of Zuria the board game. It's an adventure game for one to four players where you explore the dark Slavic universe. Become the Svintavit's light and save the world from oblivion and darkness. It plays in two hours and has tons of content. You have three weeks left to back it. Creators of the First Dawn is a new building strategy game full of magic, tactics, and unique mechanisms. Slip into the role of a deity in the struggle for supremacy. It's for two to six players. Age of Steam has a deluxe edition on Kickstarter right now that includes 13 new expansion maps. It's a classic train game of auctioning and network building. It's a two-hour game that plays one to six players. If you follow Katia Howitson on Instagram, you'll know she makes some fantastic board game piece art. Well, now she's creating a stunning calendar featuring pictures of her designs. You can find it on Kickstarter as 2023 Board Game Mosaic Calendar. They look great. There's a pick and pass card game for two to three players called Mushroom Cats, taking only 20 minutes to play. A clouder of cats has descended on your mushroom foraging trip, causing no end of mayhem. Gather, steal, and magically transmute valuable mushrooms to score points. From Queen Games, check out the new Empire edition of Kingdom Builder. With the campaign finishing next week, take a look at the new TCG called Otherverse based on mythological beasts, dragons, and champions. Play as heroes or villains and fight on the battlefield. Take a look. A very popular solo game is getting a second edition with an expansion in the form of Pocket Landship No Man's Land. It can also be played two-player cooperative. It's a dice and card game set in an alternative early 20th century, pitting players against enemy mechs, artillery, infantry, and more. It offers lots of choices in how to handle the onslaught. Lastly, I'm very happy to announce the Kickstarter for Citrus has gone live. We were able to get a prototype copy and try it out ourselves and then chat with designer Sean Lee on the podcast. It's an excellent worker placement game set in a future cyberpunk world with a floating city. Ascend to the city by building tunnels straight up while aligning yourself with the four different factions vying for control. Definitely go back it. A cute breakfast themed card game is on Kickstarter now called Grab Your Breakfast. It's for two to four players and is ideal for parents to play with their kids or friends who want a simple yet competitive card game. Complete sets, collect bonus cards, and avoid incomplete sets. Steve Jackson's Nightmare Chess is getting a full reprint thanks to Kickstarter. Backers will also get four different Nightmare Chess articles into a booklet to complete the box. Nightmare Chess has been around since the 90s and offers variable ways to play chess and has grown in popularity quite a bit. A new tactical game is funding called Battle Crest for one to four players. It's a perfect information game requiring you to truly outwit your opponents. It's a micro game consisting of only 18 cards, but more if you add expansions. The Tiny Epic Game series has a new one funding now called Tiny Epic Vikings. Draft the best Viking clan and lead them to glory. Features drafting, area control, set collection, and plays one to four players. It's the first to have a foldable board in the box. The best-selling baseball dice game Dead Ball is getting a second edition on Kickstarter. It's a one to two player, 30 minute game that features star players from history, present day, and your own imagination. If you like baseball and dice, definitely check it out. In Microcosmos, you'll terraform planets, create colonies, and bring back survivors to their home worlds. 
many paths to victory, multi-use cards, and plays one to four people. The game plays in about an hour and a half. For a shorter 15-minute game, how about Hunters of the Lost Creatures on Kickstarter? Strange creatures are lost in the forest, ocean, skies, and plains. Will you choose the right hunters to collect them and build the weirdest wildlife park ever seen? It's for two to five players of all ages. Lastly, now on Kickstarter is Trailblazer the John Muir Trail. Explore and discover the trail through the high Sierras of California with art by Andrew Bosley. It's a relaxing game for one to four players with hand management, movement, set collection, and worker placement mechanisms. Now let's talk about what's happening in the board game industry. The trade organization Gamma reported profitability in 2021 after a huge loss in 2020. Additionally, the new president elected is Kylie Primus of Games Unlimited, located in Pittsburgh. Two of the four officers are now retailers, with the board of directors at 12 members. Gen Con has said they will not be holding any pop-up events this year. They've said it's in an effort to focus their resources and attention to making Gen Con 2022 the best it can be. The pop-up events will return next year. If you're looking for more events to attend, Shut Up and Sit Down's convention Shucks 2022 is going strong. It will be in Vancouver September 30th to October 2nd. 50 publishers, stage shows, huge social... It will have 50 publishers, stage shows, huge social games, special events, over a thousand games library for open gaming, and more. The San Diego Comic-Con plans to require proof of vaccination to attend or a recent negative COVID test. All attendees five years old and above will need to wear face covers at the show. It's planned for July 21st to 24th. Conversely, the UK Games Expo 2022 has dropped COVID guidelines and won't require vaccination or face masks to this year's expo. The Embracer Group has acquired some assets from Square Enix to bring more IPs to the tabletop and, of course, future video games. Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Thief, and Legacy of Kain were all part of the $300 million deal. Development studios Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal were included in the sale. China's lockdowns have affected 25% of their population, including putting massive blocks on supply chains and shipping, where most board games are of course manufactured. Congestion at US ports will continue to be an issue once the lockdowns end as everyone will try to make up for lost time. The impact of the Omicron outbreak is still there, causing many problems and delays. Asmodee has a book publisher called Enkenite Books, and they've just announced a nonfiction book series called Play to Win. The titles will cover games and gaming in general, and will seek to entertain, inform, and intrigue both gamers and the general public. The first two are coming in the fall, Everybody Wins, Four Decades of the Greatest Board Games Ever Made, and Rokugen, The Art of Legend of the Five Rings. Asmodee announced a new board game studio called Access Plus Studio to help adapt their titles to be more accessible to players with cognitive disabilities. The first three to be adapted are Spotted Access Plus, Cortex Access Plus, and Timeline Access Plus. A new line of board game accessories, clothing, and other merchandise are coming out via Meeple Design and Tabletop Tycoon. Board games like Everdell, Flourish, Alien Frontiers, and more will be represented. Check out the Meeple Design website to order. The popular card game Exploding Kittens is getting a TV series. Yep, it's coming to Netflix as an animated show featuring Tom Ellis and Lucy Liu. The show is coming in 2023, however, Netflix is also creating a video game adaptation playable on Netflix. That's coming this month. 
the other big party game, Cards Against Humanity, is going to have a direct competitor that will be anti-racist and LGBTQ inclusive. It's called Radical Queer Witches and uses the same card gameplay you're familiar with, but the prompts and answers cover topics like queerness, decolonization, sexuality, capitalism, and accountability. The designer of Sushi Go and Silver and Gold, Phil Walker Harding, has opened up his own board game studio called Joey Games. They are dedicated to releasing tabletop games in a sustainable way and will focus on Australia and theme. The first three titles have been already been announced, Busy Beaks, Scribbly Gum, and Pass the Party Food. Lastly, the announced Dungeons and Dragons movie has been given a title, Honor Among Thieves. Waterdeep and Baldur's Gate will be locations in the film. It's coming to theaters March 3rd next year. Moving on to everyone's favorite topic, newly announced games and expansions. Let's talk about what's coming up from publishers around the world. The popular social deduction card game Love Letter is getting a second edition this summer. Also a 10th anniversary collection and a whole new version. The newest will be a story-driven experience known as Love Letter Stories. Fog of Love is getting a new expansion from Floodgate Games called Lockdown. It's all about a couple locked inside together for months on end. It will retail for $14.95. Arcane Wonders announced two new Picture Perfect expansions coming June 1st this year. Movie Star and Pickpocket, both selling for $19.99. They also announced a standalone expansion to Air, Land, and Sea known as Spies, Lies, and Supplies. It adds three new theaters, Intelligence, Diplomacy, and Economics. A new Roll and Write game was announced by Fantasy Flight Games set in the Twilight Imperium universe. It's called Twilight Imperium Inscription. No release date has been announced yet. The Point Salad card game is getting a special Pokemon-themed version, Point Salad EV Edition. It will be co-published by AEG and Korean studio Mandu Games in Korean. No English edition has been confirmed yet. Restoration Games announced a new standalone expansion for their unmatched two-player competitive game. Also set in Jurassic Park, it's called Unmatched Jurassic Park Dr. Sattler vs. T-Rex, which also has Ian Malcolm as a sidekick. Characters can of course be combined with other unmatched games. Look for it on May 18th. A new Ticket to Ride game is coming to Target stores in June and worldwide retail in August. It's called Ticket to Ride San Francisco and uses the cable cars instead of train carriages. It plays quicker than the standard game and is ideal for beginners. From Steamforged Games, check out RuneScape Kingdoms Shadow of Elvarg coming at the end of this month. It's a co-op campaign board game for 1-5 to five players exploring and questing around the kingdoms of Asgarnia and Mistalin. Scene Man Games announced a big box edition of Radis, a game where players try to expand their population across Europe during the plague. It first came out in 2010. The big box will include all three existing expansions and will retail for $69.99. The Hellboy board game is getting an expansion from Mantic Games this quarter. It's called BRPD Expansion and lets players create new case files as well as add more minions, witches, werewolves, and more. A new family party game from Pegasus Spiel is coming later this year called Animotion. 
players pantomime animals displaying certain emotions. Guess the animal and emotion from cards. The game comes with 50 animal cards and 50 emotion cards. They've also announced two more family games coming in June. The first is Happy Hopping, which is a pond hopping dexterity game about collecting mosquitoes. The second is Bubble Trouble, another dexterity game about throwing bubble discs onto sea creatures. Pegasus Feel has a heavier management Euro game coming this quarter called Carnegie, inspired by the life of Andrew Carnegie grow companies through real estate, industry, and transportation investments. Manage employees, produce goods, and expand your business over 20 rounds. They have a new abstract tile laying game coming in the third quarter called FYFE or Fife. Dig out objects in the sand and arrange them in combinations to score points. It's for three to four players and will retail for $49.99. Asmodee has a new party game available today called Platypus. The active player gives clues that form adjectives for players to guess a noun on a card. Succeed four times as a team to win. It's for two to eight players ages eight and up. The Magnificent game is getting an expansion from Matigo and Aporta games called Snow. It's coming May 27th and adds a new wintry performer that expands the game to five players. There's much more content in there, so check it out if you're a fan of the game. From Capstone Games, check out Catherine, the Cities of the Sarina, coming in late July. Players delve into the Tsarist Empire of 1762 to earn the favor of Catherine the Great. It's for two to four players and plays in an hour. This summer, look on GameFound for a new board game inspired by the famous Lewis Chessman set in early medieval Britain. Set in 796 AD during a fight for England's throne, use your power and persuasion to seize the crown. It's called Bretwalda. Board and Dice are releasing Terracotta Army in August, based on the Chinese Xi'an warriors. Become craftsmen and artists to build and assemble the statues. Collect resources, upgrade workers, and seek favor with the Emperor's advisors. It plays in about two hours and is for one to four players. Blue Orange Games has a new sleuthing family game coming later this year called Museum Suspects. Players must solve the crime of who stole one of the museum's artifacts for two to four players and will retail for $19.99. The Marvel Champions card game has a new hero pack coming this summer. SPDR brings Penny Parker and her psychogenetically linked spider to co-pilot the game with 40 card pre-built deck. The Firefly TV show is getting another tabletop game from Gale Force 9 called Firefly Misbehaving. It's a deck building game for two to four players ages 14 and up. Gale Force 9 also announced Starfinder Pirates of Skydock for August. It's a heist game where players compete to pull off the greatest heist of all time. It's for two to four players and plays in an hour and a half. Antimatter from Bard Shark Games is a space poker strategy game mashup. Leverage your crew's abilities to get an edge while playing Texas Hold'em against other space pirates. It's for three to six players and plays in two hours. Distant Suns is a new choose and write board game from Yellow Games. Players map out the galaxy, choosing shapes and drawing their heading on the map. Find black holes, contact aliens, and upgrade your equipment. It's for two to four players and plays in 25 minutes. AEG has a card drafting game coming this August called That Old Wallpaper. Recover old wallpaper from a house you have fond memories of, drafting and piecing them together to create patterns. It's for two to five players ages 14 and up. 
AEG also has a horse racing betting game called Ready, Set, Bet coming this August, where you bet tokens while the race is going on, with the horse's advancement determined by rolling dice. After four rounds, the players with the most money wins. It's for two to nine players ages 14 and up, and will retail for $39.99. A cooperative pickup and deliver game called Home Sweet Home from Devere Games is coming in September. Try to clean up the house as quickly as possible to finish one of the five missions. It's for two to five players ages eight and up. From Squatchy Games and 25th Century Games, check out Cryptid Cafe, an order and deliver game for two to four players. Plays in an hour. You are servers at a Sasquatch-owned restaurant filling customers' orders. Get the most tips to win. A rock band fantasy game called Troll Fest is coming out June 1st from Trick or Treat Studios. Become rock band managers in a fantasy setting. Recruit musicians, put on concerts, and hire dragons for transportation. It's a light travel building game for four to six, eight, ages eight and up. From Osprey Games, check out the area control game Crescent Moon coming on June 1st. Negotiate the delicate balance of 10th century caliphate politics rising to prominence featuring loads of asymmetric gameplay and is for four or five players ages 14 and up. Lastly, there's a party game themed around salty snacks called Bag of Chips, which even comes in a crisp bag. It's for two to five players and coming to the US via Blue Orange Games. Let's talk now about what's happening with the Meeple Mentor YouTube channel. The biggest news is that we recorded and uploaded a Let's Play as part of a possible new series I'm calling Meeple Mentor Plays. Steven and I got together and played the new game The Thing from Pendragon Game Studios, filming the whole playthrough for you to see. We did a seven player game of it and it was pretty cool. Check that out now on the channel. Let me know what you guys think. Should we do more playthroughs? Coming next week, look for the full tutorial of The Thing. In our last podcast episode, we discussed the Dark Souls board game after playing it together to have an opinion of someone who loves the IP versus someone who's unfamiliar with it. We talk a bit about wine and, of course, our game that we're creating. All of that together for the last episode. Also, we just did an episode where we interviewed the owner of Smirk and Dagger, Kurt Covert. That actually came out most recently. Jay once again had a new Jay's Takeaways video where he shared his thoughts on the new and popular Dune-themed Euro game Dune Imperium. I can tell you we're both big fans. I did two unboxing videos recently, one for Stonemaier Games' Rolling Realms, a roll and write game themed around many of the popular titles from Stonemaier. I also did a big unboxing for the Kickstarter delivery of Perseverance Castaway Chronicles from Mind Clash Games. You know they include a lot of content. I'm so excited to try it out as I love dinosaurs and games with dinosaurs. In my personal life, my youngest was sent to the hospital Thursday because the new ADHD medication she tried did not go well with her. She's fine now, but she was dealing with some bad side effects of it all. We're always worried about her health because she's a heart transplant recipient. Also, my car still isn't fixed and I'm mad that Geico supposedly closed my claim because the other driver's insurance is supposed to take care of it. I mean, yeah, it was his fault, but it should be my insurance company working for me to get the car fixed and deal with his insurance. Anyway. I got sick of waiting and now driving a rental on my own dime, which I'll be billing nationwide for. So I had to get a new phone this week too, because when I climbed over the center console in the car to get out, the charger in my phone smashed into the pins and broke them. Yeah, 
My driver door hasn't been able to open since March, nor the window close. You can see why I'm a little upset about it. But anyways, thanks for tuning in to today's news update. I appreciate your support. And remember, teach when you can, but always be learning. See you next time.